Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Does your friends inside your phone or whatever device you use? I think it's probably a phone for most people these days, isn't it? I think it tends to be, yeah. It'd be interesting to know like what else it might be. I suppose you can get those old wirelesses that are actually DOB radios. Maybe someone plugs that into that. I don't know. You know we're not on the radio no, I know. anymore. No, you I know, know. <laughs> that stopped. You can plug things in, they can't even like can play stuff through it. I've, I've got, I don't know the word. That's why I'm trying to say that. What's the word of like... I, I thought you were living in like Bluetooth-y thing. I yes, thought you were living yes. in some kind of fantasy where no. maybe you were telling people that you were still going out to work for your job <laughs> on the radio and, um, no. I think and you'd start to believe it. I think in one of those radios that's also like does other things as well, you know. A stereo. <laughs> What, a stereogram, a music centre. I've really lost about? track of yeah. things. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so yes, here we are. Um, now we we vanished for a, a couple of weeks, and it's because my mum died, which I don't really want to talk about on the podcast. Um, not only because it would be a very different listen for anybody expecting mild mannered gently humorous stories of social awkwardness or someone just getting like the word for dab radio role. Yeah, yeah 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 you know that's that's what people have come to expect mm. really not um not not grief there are podcasts for that very good ones as well but um um i worry that if, if i really let it out people would be asking for their money back but but what 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 does it take what do you give to in return for a podcast your bandwidth your time right they'd be asking for it back so um that's one reason and then the other reason is just um Obviously, it's very weird and personal at the moment, and it just uh, it just it, it would just feel too strange. Even though there have been plenty of peculiar interactions I've had over the last few weeks, which maybe will come out someday. At the moment, it would just feel like I'm sad, and then I'm, I'm in some way commodifying it. So I don't really want to do that. So mm-hmm. that's an explanation mm-hmm. of where we've been. I hope that nobody thought. We'd had a rift that there'd been a falling out. Maybe, maybe. We didn't. We did not, no. Um, before we move on, I do have one question, though. Mm. Like, does, does, is there anybody who keeps, just in case, a summer funeral option? What do you mean? In terms of clothing. Oh, it's, oh it's right. Yes. No. Oh, wow. Because no. it was this hot day like it never is. Oh. Like, nearly 30 degrees. 
and I always wear a, a dark grey light wall suit. To yeah, a funeral. yeah. You don't think. But then it would be weird to have a backup summer funeral option. Extremely weird. I do wonder if anyone has that mm. in their wardrobe. Probably a little easier for a woman than for a man, I would have thought. Mm, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't feel shorts would be appropriate. No, not for a funeral, no. I've been to the odd... See, I said I wasn't going to start talking about this, but I was just going to say I have been to the odd funeral where they've said, oh, don't wear black, and or it's like, everyone come in football shirts or whatever, and that that feels strange as well. Whenever that's happened to me, I've always been the one that's gone in bright colours and, and everyone else is wearing black, <laughs> right. and it's been mortifying, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so I think my contributions, especially this week, might be a little minimal because of uh, everything else that has been going on, but... Another thing that happened uh, in amidst all of this is Gene finished his first year at school. So I had planned to go out and get little gifts for the teachers. Of course, yes. And the teaching assistants. Mm. But then, um, you know, events meant that I didn't really have time to do that. And Sarah said, oh, oh good news. Uh, on the parents' WhatsApp group, which of course I'm not, in because I'm not on WhatsApp. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. Down to that now being a fundamental part of my actual personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she said that they're doing a collection. There's a PayPal. Oh, how easy! This is what I love thought. that. So it got to the morning of, and and she said, uh, "Listen, they said you've got to you got to put money in the PayPal by ten o'clock." Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, "Oh God, all right, all right." Um, so who's it for? And he has two teachers. They split the week between two teachers. Oh, right. There's a couple of teaching assistants and then a music teacher who goes in and a couple of teachers are going for other things. So it's probably like five or six people. Right. So I said, how much do you think we should put in, sir? And she said, oh, I don't know. Like, if we get an individual presence, we probably... She said, why don't you you put in £100 for the lot? So I just go straight on PayPal and do this. Mm. And then I go off to attend to the other stuff that's been going on. She then texted me later in the day and she said, oh, something embarrassing has happened. Yeah. Everyone else has put in either 10 or 20 pounds. Oh! <laughs> I did think 100 was a lot. <laughs> but split six I know. or seven ways. I know, I know, I know. Wow. But if everyone had put in 100 pounds, like, you know, how many people in the class? It's like, my ass isn't great. Yeah, it's it's like, like three grand or something. <laughs> <laughs> so... So so now, um, do you want to know what's bugging me? Yeah. That the teachers don't know who put in how much. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you want them to know yeah. that you were the one that really beefed yeah. it up for them. Yeah. How can you let them know? I don't know. Why don't you do a secret letter? <laughs> Anonymous letter? <laughs> I'm a parent. I don't, I don't I'm going to say who it was. It was. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. I need to get a printout of who contributed. You know, like occasionally the newspapers will leak some files, like the Panama Papers. Yes. We need to leak to my son's former teachers Mm. which parents contributed just exactly how much. Mm -mm. And then they'll know that's the best way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I'd have have had the time to buy a present, they would have known that I'm a very thoughtful gift uh, Mm. gift buyer. And generous, yeah. And, And they would have thought, yeah, it's great, Eugene's dad. Mm. That guy really knows how to pick a thoughtful gift generously. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, 
I'm just part of, aren't those, aren't all those parents nice doing that for us? Mm. They are, mm. but I'm even nicer because I contributed an outsized amount of money. Well, maybe the teacher's going, I've worked it out. And a lot of the parents only gave £20 for five of them. It's actually not that much, is it? Do you know what I like is when you go to a big art gallery or museum or something and somebody has a wing named after them. Mm. <laughs> Why do you want to get the classroom named after you or something? £200 is enough for that. <laughs> Right, Annabelle, let's uh, let's have a listen what our drifters have been saying okay. in all this. From Chris in Manchester. Hearing the epic story of your listener on The Generation Game reminded me of my own appearance on TV and a moment of embarrassment, even if it's not on the same scale as Blobby and Babs. Nothing will be, so, you know, we can all accept that. A couple of years ago, I was successful in, pl- in applying to be on the first rebooted series of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with Jeremy Clarkson. It was always my ambition to be on a game show. And there I was appearing on pretty much the most famous one. So I was excited and nervous. I won't go into the details about the show itself. I did get in the seat, but suffice to say, I'm not exactly writing this on a solid gold diamond encrusted laptop, (laughs) but I had a lot of fun and it was a dream come true. The embarrassment luckily was behind the scenes. It was being filmed at Media City in Salford and all the contestants were asked to meet at a hotel just next to the studio. As an aside, I always wonder if it's the same hotel Jeff has stayed in and talked about in the past when he's doing Five Live. It is the Holiday Inn. And if so, maybe this is why it has some residual drifter energy. Well, I, they did used to put me up there. Oh. And then they changed it to the uh, the Premier Inn around the corner with a nice view of the multi-storey car park. Oh, lovely. Which is, I think is slightly cheaper. Okay. So instead of having a reception, there's a touchscreen. Oh, okay, okay. Instead of having... Well, I, th- I think that actually there is a, a bar and a restaurant and stuff, but there's mm. also vending machines. Right, right. I'm seeing actually, the I love, I love a vending machine. Of course, yeah. who doesn't? I think some of the contestants were staying in the hotel overnight as they'd come from all over the country, so had met the production team before. But because I live in Manchester, I just turned up at the time I was told, but wasn't sure who everyone was. In the lobby, there are quite a few people standing around, but being a drifter, I obviously decided not to bother announcing my presence to anyone and hang around until someone official looking came over to me. After a minute or two, I saw someone with a clipboard talking to a group of four or so people sat down. This must be it, I thought. I sidled over and tried to catch the eye of the woman with the clipboard with the minimum of fuss. When she noticed me, she had a bit of a nervous tone to her voice. Hello, she said, are you here for the show? Yes, I confidently replied. Oh, right, I don't think you're supposed to be here. My confidence was knocked. They didn't want me after all. I knew I wouldn't make interesting telly. No, hold on, I'd signed something. They had to let me on, right? No, I am supposed to. The email said something and like to come here and everything. That will solve it, I thought, as I fumbled through my phone to find the email I looked at a thousand times over the past week on my phone, but now is unfindable and can only assume it must have deleted itself. Now the producer started gesturing me to move along as if I was causing a scene with further panic in her voice. Can you just step over here, please? You shouldn't have been told to come here. I started wondering if this is like when they overbook flights on purpose as they know people won't turn up. I knew I shouldn't have relied on the production company to send a taxi and I got here much earlier if it was up to me. I obliged and moved away. It felt like I was being told I'd had too much to drink and had to leave now. Listen, let's sort this out. Which recording are you on today? She said. There were two that day and I was on the later one. So I told her 8pm. We don't have an 8pm one, one today, she said. 
and Eggy paws. The penny drops and she starts laughing. Which show are you here to record today, she asks. Who wants to be a millionaire? I ask, unsure if the real answer isn't now a Beatles about reboot. Ah, she says, as I'm here with the women from Naked Attraction we're filming today. (laughs) And I thought you were the man who would be choosing them. So I don't want you to see any of them beforehand. The millionaire production team will be here shortly. I went bright red, as if I just got totally naked on TV myself, despite the fact (laughs) I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. Honestly, why ask the cast of these two TV shows to meet in the same place (laughs) at the same time? Then I half laughed and moved away, then thought, well, I guess it's kind of flattering she thought that as the ladies were a good looking bunch. I know that's shallow, but I'll take any confidence boost right now. (laughs) I slunk away, hoping nobody else had noticed until someone came over to me from the other side of the room. Hi, I'm a millionaire too. I knew you were a a quizzer the second you walked in. I was going to come over, just wanted to see what had happened if you went over to the Naked Attraction people. I mean, yes, I did look more of a quizzer than a naked attractioner, but no need to tell me as an opening gambit. I do have to say that despite that, I really got along with this fellow contestant the rest of the day and they were super nice. No grudges held here. And in case you're wondering, I never did watch Naked Attraction after that to see what could have happened to me in an alternative life. (laughs) Never watched it before that either, mind you. Please send us your stories of social ineptitude, awkwardness, situations you've got yourself in by being incapable of interacting with other human beings it is hello at adriftpodcast.com annabelle yes can you give me a way in which you are not a fully functioning adult Mm, so bit of news i went somewhere other than sainsbury's or the woods what i know i went to a cafe it was on a day when my son was only in preschool for the afternoon. And because it's like a 20, 25 minute walk from there to ours, I couldn't be bothered to go home and back again. So I decided to go and work in a cafe and it was till it was time to pick him up. Now, we've talked before, I'm sure, about working on your laptop in a cafe. Mm. And I believe that you've said there's something wannabe screenwriter about it. Am I right in that? Yes, yes, very much so. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it rings in my ears as I'm sitting down opening my laptop and I'm feeling a bit self-conscious and I felt especially self-conscious as on my laptop I was using Final Draft, which is the film and TV industry standard software for writing scripts. (laughs) Not because I'm an aspiring script script writer, but also not because I was writing a blockbuster for Martin Scorsese, (laughs) because I was writing some scripts with some videos on Facebook, if anybody wants any confirmation that my career was on a downturn. (laughs) Anyway, I'm kind of feeling like a coffee shop cliche and I sort of want to write a note on the back of my laptop saying, I am getting paid for this, but not adding £20 an hour. (laughs) And it's one of those really, really hot days we've had recently. So I'm very hot. I'm a bit embarrassed. Oh, and I've ordered a decaf oat milk mocha, which means the barrister probably hates me because it's the kind of place they take coffee very seriously. Mm. And I've essentially ordered a vegan hot chocolate on the hottest day of the year. I'm also thirsty and I can see some glasses and bottles of water, but there's a sign saying, please ask for these, don't help yourself, which feels a bit weird. What led them to have to write that sign? Was someone taking too many and like hoarding them on their table? I don't know. Do you know that is a podcast that I would listen to? Mm. What led them to write that sign? Yes, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But who am I to disobey a note or a sign? So I decide to wait until the woman who works there comes back into the room again, in the back room Mm. where I am. So I should also say that despite all the stuff going on in my head, 
I'm quite pleased and excited to be out in a cafe because I am someone who the health secretary would describe as cowering in the face of COVID. But look at me, I'm in a cafe. <laughs> so there's a mix of stuff going on in my head. It's quite, it's quite a busy situation. And then I'm quite absorbed with what I'm doing. But I vaguely notice some people with a dog come in and the woman that works there comes through with them and she's making a massive fuss of the dog. And then as she leaves, as she does, she says these words. Can I get her some water? Now, I'm guessing that every single human being in existence, possibly every single human being that's ever existed, would have worked out immediately that she meant the dog. Yeah. Every single human, apart from me, who thought that she meant me. Like she'd be talking to me in the third person. Like I'm Naomi Campbell with a PA with me at all times. And I looked up and I said, oh, yes, please. (laughs) And I see that she's not looking at me, but now she does. And I can see in her face that I've got it very wrong. And I say, oh, sorry. And then worst of all, the people with the dog say about me, oh, did you mean her? And the waitress has to say, no, no, I didn't mean the dog. But she gets me the water anyway and the dog. And now... I've got two reasons to cower from going to cafes. (laughs) Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My mother-in-law, Lynn, has very kindly uh, travelled over here to stay for a few days to help out, given everything that's been going on. And we ended up with one evening where I thought to myself, maybe Sarah and I could go out this evening, just take my mind off stuff, maybe we could go to the pictures. Now, we ended up not doing, but the film that I'm really desperate to see is called Another Round. Have you heard about this? No, no. It won the Best Foreign Film Oscar this year. It's Danish. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. And it's it's broadly speaking about um, our, by which I mean society's relationship with alcohol. But I think it's supposed to be funny and heartwarming. I think mm-hmm. it's just like a really good film about friendship as well. Um, but there is a problem in that my wife is highly phobic of vomiting mm. it's called a metaphobia and i mean it's 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 very very present in our lives at all times but uh, especially so when we're watching tv or a film because she's constantly worrying that there's going to be a scene with vomiting in it even though she knows it's not it's not real so when we were thinking of going and seeing this film i googled is there vomit in another round? And I thought there almost definitely is because it's a film about kind of excessive drinking or whatever. Mm. And not only did I find out that there is, but I found a website and I thought this might be useful for um, for drifters. Mm. There's a website called doesthedogdie.com and it's crowdsourced 
things that you might be anxious about seeing on screen and people answer the questions. So before you watch something, you can get a sense of it. Oh, that's brilliant. So, for example, does a dog die? Um, Is there a dog fighting? Does a horse die? Are there bugs? Are there snakes? Is there addiction? Uh, you know, it, it go, oh, goes wow. on. Are there any teeth damaged? Does a head get squashed? Is there cannibalism? <laughs> wow. They're really specific. Yeah. These things. Uh, does a um, uh, does uh, does someone cheat? Is a child's toy destroyed? Oh wow! Anything you might want to avoid? Anything po- like? Yeah. Are there anything? ghosts? Does someone fart or spit? Um. God, it's so interesting to know what people are avoiding. I know this yeah, is really yeah. this is what I thought was so interesting to to me, just like reading through it. Like, are there flashing lights? Okay, that that one's a bit more common, isn't it? Is there childbirth? Um, let's have a look. I'm not reading them all out because some of it obviously gets a bit a bit bleak. Does it have a sad ending? Oh. Um. It speaks volumes about how damaged we all are, doesn't it? Do you think? Yeah. That we're but, all avoiding these things because it'd be too much. One of them was, does a dragon die? <laughs> oh, it's very specific that people are worrying about whether a dragon dies. That's, uh, yeah. But there's nothing about any u- unicorns in there. When- You'd expect if a, if people are worried about a dragon dying, then perhaps people are also, what about other mythical creatures? I wonder why that's a centaur? Thing. Yeah, yeah. How interesting. Mm. I'm sure that's just one person. Yeah. I'm sure there's not a whole group of people worried about that. You never know. As you, as you always used to say mm. in... Uh, uh, when the internet was, I wouldn't say in its infancy, but when it was perhaps, uh, you know, not quite out of short trousers yet, you were saying, if you can think of something, it's not only someone, it's not only just someone's kink, but it's also there on the internet. Mm-hmm. Now, you wouldn't want to Google that thing that you've just thought of. <laughs> That's, uh, but I, I, I sort of like that and uh, like the stories we get on this podcast and like the stories we share on this podcast. Just makes me think how brilliant and strange people are that mm. we're all carrying this stuff around with us i mean could you imagine in some ways you know you can feel really um bleak about the world and the internet and social media but you could never have gone up to the person behind the box office in a cinema and said excuse me i'm thinking of seeing this film does a dragon die in it <laughs> no no Isn't it it's great that you can that, ask yeah. anonymously yeah yeah and that people are helping each other in that way mm. so, that, so that's lovely the second thing is, I wanted to ask you if something's normal or not. Oh, okay. Imagine you were staying in somebody else's house, right? Mm-hmm. Just a small house. I'm not not saying like a big old mansion or anything like that. Mm. But, you know, perhaps just a, a terrace house in North London. Mm. Imagine you were sleeping in a room, mm. which was, I don't know, it'd take you 40 seconds to get up in the night and go to the bathroom. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd have to walk up some stairs to get to that, that bathroom. Okay. What would you do in that situation when you were going to bed? Do a wee before bed. And then what about, like, your worries about getting up in the night? Just if, I, if I wake up in the night, I'd just go. I wouldn't flush. That's quite interesting. Yeah. So wow. you wouldn't go in that person's kitchen cupboards, <laughs> get out the measuring jug they use whilst cooking, <laughs> and say, is it okay if I sleep with this next to me if I need to pee? Uh, absolutely never. That, did this happen to you? It's interesting information. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, Is it your mother-in-law you said of staying? What makes you think that?
Okay, uh, Quandary Corner at the Glap Clinic here in Problematic. First one from High Chief Tracy. I work at a large police station in London and we all share a canteen and kitchen area, which has the only source of drinking water apart from a few fountains and other floors. First thing, I usually fill my water bottle up for the day at the sink in the canteen. On several occasions, there's been someone from the response team who is washing up all the mugs, a dozen or more, for the whole team in the sink where I fill up my water bottle. The lady washing up the mugs has seen me standing there with my bottle, but has just carried on washing up the mugs very thoroughly while I wait there patiently for my five second water bottle top up. What would you do in this situation? Ask politely if you can quickly grab some water, wait patiently with a few hard stares and sighs in the hope I can intimidate her into letting me in. I don't know the lady, so small talk is out of the question. Of course, I always take the drifter option of slinking away silently and harumphing down the corridor until she has finished the washing up. Hmm. I mean, asking it as what would I do? Mm. So do I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, oh, can I just jump in for five seconds and fill my water bottle up? Yes, that's the way to handle it. Perfectly reasonable. Would I be able to do that? No, absolutely no. not. I'd be worried about the fact that she's probably using hot water and yes. then it'd have to like yes. run cold yes. and that'd inconvenience. So, you know, that's my main worry. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but it is fine to do it if you're able to. I think. Yes. And imagine that you're doing the washing up now. Do you feel put out? Or do you feel like, oh, yeah, fine? Actually, depends on my mood, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. feel put out by a lot of things, but whether it's reasonable <laughs> yeah, to feel yeah. put out. Yeah. I think you should lobby your work to get one of those cold water taps. Yeah. I'll be, I just need to say something. Do you remember last time, I think it was last time, I was talking about not being able to work, work the taps at the BBC. Mm. I think somebody tweeted or messaged me about it on Twitter, Instagram, I'm not sure which, but because of what's been going on, I've just been off social media. Like I've looked at it every now and again, but I just not really felt like, tweeting or replying and mm. if that was you mm. then i'd really love you to explain how those taps work oh, okay. somebody somebody said oh i work there i can tell you that and oh. i just i've just stayed off yeah yeah social media i've had a look every now and again but it's not been a it's not felt right doing a tweet Mm-mm. i felt a bit weird as well because i have guested like recorded ages ago on a couple of podcasts recently um and then they've both come out over the last couple of weeks and i haven't been able to tweet about them because it feels weird yeah you know on certain days and these have been those days really Mm -hmm. to do a tweet saying hey catch me on such and such a podcast yeah yeah. but um maybe i should mention them here yeah go on so i was on a really fun one called your own personal beatles which is just that it's like you talking about your own kind of personal relationship with the beatles and their music and uh, i really enjoyed it and that was despite the fact that the day I did it, I think I'd done a breakfast show, so I'd been up really, really early. And I felt that I just couldn't get my words out and had nothing interesting to say. But the hosts were so great that it was thoroughly enjoyable. So that's one. And then Sarah and I were on this one called, it's got a really rude word in the title, but I might not say it on here. No, don't. It's called Namaste Mother Effers. Oh, right. And... I thought we were going on to talk about it's it's very, very loosely kind of a careers and business and comedy. Like it's a humorous careers podcast or business podcast. Mm. And I thought we were probably going on there to talk about how we deal with the fact that, you know, our careers are cross fading, if you like. <laughs> Mine is entering its twilight where Sarah's is in the ascendancy. Right. The waxing and the waning. But actually it ended up 
just Callie, who is the host, she's called Callie Beaton. She's a comedian. She's really good. Um, and we just ended up talking a lot about marriage and life and stuff. And that, that was really great fun to do as well. So I just thought mm, I'd mention okay. those two um, because I haven't been able to for what I hope are obvious reasons. Mm-mm. Okay. You got another quandary? Oh, yes, of course. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. I should have said that before, but it just occurred to me. Yes. Uh, this one, oh, it's from AARD, Anonymous Anxiety Ridden Drifter. So a woman, let's call her Anna, at work, left about five years ago and has now come back. I work in an office of about 40 people. Anna is 10 years older and used to be part of my social circle with three others. We used to go out on girls' night out or have dinners at each other's houses with other couples. A few things have happened. One, she left and I've not kept in touch. The others have. Two, I got divorced. After she left, she found out via gossip. Three, I have found new friends that are unrelated to work. Four, my outlook on life has changed since the pandemic. And although I suffered with anxiety, now I am calmer and more don't stress the small stuff kind of person. Probably mostly at work, though. And five, I do not speak to one of the women, Lucy, from our circle, who I still work with. My choice, not hers. And this is the main reason that I'm stressing, because Anna is a naturally loud, outspoken person and does not shy away from confrontation. I hate confrontation. I am a drifter. How do I handle this inevitable conversation Anna is going to bring up? And it will go like this. Anna, why don't you speak to Lucy anymore? She told me you cut her out completely, even before you left your husband. And now you don't speak. In my head, I'll be thinking, none of your business. Go away and leave me alone. This is a workplace and this is gossip. Stop interfering. But what do I actually say? I'm 99% positive she will ask or try to do some intervention or invite me and Lucy for lunch to talk it out because she is a fixer and a big mouth and doesn't know how to be tactful. I have no interest in being friends with Lucy. We used to be very good friends and even went on holiday together. But in short, she chose my ex-husband during our divorce. I questioned her over it and have not spoken to her since. Then lockdown happened. She had a baby. Then we returned to work and the office got restructured. And instead of me being her manager, she is now mine. (laughs) So you can't say go and speak to Anna and bring it up first because I don't do confrontation. Mm -hmm. So million percent not happening. And what if I'm wrong and she wasn't going to bring it up? I can't adopt port protocol as that would lead to Anna asking even more questions. And although I'm no longer enjoying my job and hardly ever interact with any of my work colleagues, this pays my mortgage and I put my career up there so I can't leave. How do I deal with this ticking time bomb and politely respond to Anna that would shut her up and put it to bed? Wow, I feel like all, all of the options I was thinking of, she's already cut them off, isn't she? So what I, I, I have had similar, um, well, not similar, but there's, there's a couple of people with whom I was very close whereby I'm, I'm not anymore. I think perhaps both of those, are, uh, one especially is, is quite an open wound for me. So even, even gobshitey people stay off the subject. Um, and then on the odd occasion where somebody's tried, I just, I just get, mm, and then just leave a long pause mm. and don't engage and, and make it so awkward that they just <laughs> stop talking about it. Or I think maybe on one occasion I've even uh, done the kind of pained expression and I don't want to get into it. These are all great. So that that would be mine. It's a bit like if a taxi driver says something racist or whatever. Mm. I'd, I'll say, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. 
and then just not engage and just mm, mm. like that and and hopefully shutting it down yeah shut mm. it down mm. by just going mm. i almost feel like i've learned that from you that, that <laughs> seems very much out of your playbook that <laughs> I sort of feel that she does, um, what she calling herself, A-A-R-D. Mm. I feel like, I feel the fact that she was able to cut this person off in the first place. I feel like, you know, she's got the skills to do this, to do all the things you're suggesting. No, I, I can cut people off, but then it's like ghosting, isn't it? It's mm. um, having to deal with it right there in front of your nose. Tricky, tricky. And I just know Anna's type. Right, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Like a dog with a bone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, haranguing, hectoring, that kind of thing. Well, well, I think you've got given three very good suggestions. My my my, my, uh, my main one in that is is you know just look look like it pains you and and say mm, mm, and don't don't engage. Don't engage. I love this. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. And Great. and if she starts ranting at you, which mm. might happen depending on the personality type and perhaps how much alcohol's been taken, just try and go to your happy place in your mind while <laughs> it's happening. Just shut down. Just tune out and yeah. let it be going <laughs> like that. Great, love that. Like the adults in Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anything to add? No. Nope, okay. No. Right. If you have a quandary, um, some kind of situation where you want to know what the social rules are, you can email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com. And that was our podcast. Thank you for listening. Please send us your stories. We need them. They are oxygen to us, uh, especially for me at the minute when uh, I um, I don't have very much in the way of uh, funny stories of my own life. So we need yours. What would you think about doing another secret, for example, secret hairdresser? Mm. That might be yeah, good. I'd love to do that Shall we do something like that? Okay, let's do that yeah, soon. Yeah. Great. Um, you can email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com. Let us know what you'd like the secret dot 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 to be. Mm. Thanks to Man and the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music. Carla Gowlett took our photos. Kim Rainey designed our artwork. And uh, I'll finish by saying thank you. Um, thank you for bearing with us through the break-in service. And we will be next back next week, mm. depending on our various families' Wi-Fi connections because yes. Annabelle and I will both be uh, in, in different locations on the day that we would be recording. So we are down to the mercy of our parents' generation's um, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Being able to get on it. Yeah. Finding the password on the bottom of the router, which is going to be something like XC3VV, capital L. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that being equal, mm. uh, there'll be another episode next week. Right then, podication time. The first one comes from Emily Wildbore. Mm. That's how we say it, isn't it? I like it. Um, I grew up close to a place called Wildbore Clough. Oh, completely different word. It's got a D in it, but sounds nice too. Yeah. Um, Emily says, "Hello, Jeff and Annabelle. Hello. Hello. Could I please request a podication for around the 29th of July for Shreya Shetty?" Well, this is around the 29th. In fact, this is the 28th, so it's pretty close, isn't it? Mm. 
Um, it's a 23rd birthday. Life advice, always welcome. 23. What do you remember about being 23? Don't. It's too long ago. I mean, I don't even know what I was doing. Maybe I was... I didn't think I was living in Poland. Oh. I think I was. Or Portugal, anyway. How would you have celebrated in one of the peak countries? Oh. Why is that with like... very little dignity, probably. <laughs> what would you... Drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not think about it. Me too at 23. Yeah. I'd have been in Manchester working on uh, um, Manchester's most music, Piccadilly Key 103, me and Pete. I think there were sort of good times, but also my alcoholism was really raging, so I don't really remember any of it. And the fact that it was raging so hard possibly suggests they weren't as good as uh, I thought they were at the time because mm. the underlying issues. Yes. But, um, yeah. Some of uh, some of what I can remember is really good from around that age, I think. Um, she's a true drifter, but I'm not sure she's listening as much anymore. I'm sure it's her and not you. I think it's us. <laughs> We've been close friends since the beginning of our medical school days about five years ago. The story of our first solo outing, uh, outing together was actually read out a few weeks ago. Toilet humour. Yes, I remember. Um and lived together now for four years. Sadly, as our course has now finished, we both passed. Hooray! Um, we're soon to be parting ways. It's hard to describe how much she means to me. And as I'm terrible at expressing how I feel to people that I really care about, I thought the best way to try would to be write it in a podication um, that she might not even listen to. <laughs> you can always alert her to it, can't you? Yeah. Might get her back in. Anonymous note, like the one I'll be writing to the <laughs> teachers. Um, I'm immensely proud of the person she's grown to be, and I couldn't wish her a better friend. I know she'll make a fantastic doctor, even though we both struggle from time to time believing in ourselves. These people who just believe in themselves, where, where are they getting all that confidence from? There's something wrong with them, so don't worry about it. Let me tell you something. Mm. I haven't met anybody who believes in themselves past a certain point where it isn't misplaced <laughs> it's healthy to not um let's have a look where was i up to um oh yeah i know she has always believed in me and i've always believed in her it'll be very different not waking up and immediately annoying her every day and i will miss her so 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 much I never really appreciated how lucky I was to have my best friend in the next bedroom to me for the last four years until there was the prospect of living almost 300 miles away from each other. I'll miss coming home and telling her what stupid thing I did that day or how I mortally embarrassed myself in front of patients and consultants. I'll miss deciding what to eat for dinner, being able to have an entire conversation with facial expressions. I'll miss making her jump every time she comes around a corner. And I'll even miss just sitting in comfortable silence. But I will also be pestering her on the phone at least once a week so she's not getting away that easily. So, happy birthday, Shreya. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing amazingly. Be proud of yourself and I love you to bits. From Emily. That's lovely. Isn't it? Good old Shreya. Yeah. I'll be honest, I, I, prefer emily because she's still listening yes hmm. but um i thought that was like a lovely snapshot of a friendship yeah wasn't it very nice and maybe in 10 years neither of you'll be listening <laughs> but maybe maybe one of you will unearth that and think i oh, remember that time hmm. what a great thing to have 
I did a bunch of unearthing last night. Um, I was going through boxes of stuff and I found all the birthday cards you've ever sent me. That's lovely. And um, I will just say now, I don't do that with most of my friends. You'd have a lot of birthday cards, yeah. You're in your house. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's just just a handful of people. But you've, you've got good taste in cards, Annabelle. I'm not great at writing in them, though. Which no, I'm sure no, you're, you're not. No, no, quite, quite plain. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> not going to get much... Perfunctory. Yes. It's yeah. very, very sort of English as a second language. <laughs> oh, dear, I need to work on that. Um, and then this comes from Alex, who says, Hello, Jeff, Annabelle and team. Well, Hello. on behalf of Annabelle, myself and the team. <laughs> yes, the team. Hello. <laughs> we don't really have a team, do we? We don't We don't have a team. It's not that we don't really have a team. We don't have a team. We have our friends at ACAST. Yes, of course. Yeah. Who, uh, who, who sort out the ads Oh, you, maybe things, they but... mean that then. Yeah, 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 that's nice. That's nice. Um, Lizia et al. Mm-hmm. Could you please dedicate your podcast on the 21st of July to my wonderful, beautiful, funny, intelligent wife, Louisa, she has been a listener since the days of the Pete and Jeff show. Oh, I found some lovely pictures of me and Pete last night as well. Um, I'm just going to show Annabelle. And then you can go, oh, yeah, how lovely. It's from a photo. You will have seen things from the session, but I found all the contact sheets from this photo oh. session. Look at those, how young we look, Annabelle. Wow. Look at those. So young. Back when I was hairy. So much hair. Not that I'm balding. I was just hairy back then. <laughs> They're lovely. Um, there's loads more, but I won't bore you with them while we're trying to get through the publications. I found that you remember what day that was. I've got good ones of me and you from that day, but I only just found these ones of me and Pete from that day as well. Where's it from? We are in the London Eye. Oh! Uh. We did a radio show just going round and round and round on the London Eye once, didn't mm -hmm. we? Had to wear adult nappies. <laughs> we didn't, I'm joking. Um, where was that to here? Um, Louisa? And she refused to ever listen to subsequent breakfast shows. She was so incensed <laughs> that it was not yourselves anymore. I love the loyalty. I do. That was like um, the first, my, my first radio show was on a radio station called Signal Radio in Stockport. And I got fired. And after that, my mum would never buy Signal toothpaste. Oh, so loyal. Now they're unrelated. That's completely, but yes. Yeah. Louisa turns 40 on the 20th, and I have been racking my brains trying to think of an adequate way to celebrate the occasion and show her how much this means to me. This has been made even harder by her knack of gift buying. She took me to Hawaii for my 30th. That was 10 years ago. I'm not a toy boy before Jeff asked. I mean, it was what I was thinking. Clearly, the only way I could possibly outdo her gifting would be to get her a podication with yourselves. So could you please, please podicate the podcast related meaning, not sliding on your buttocks meaning um, your show on the 21st of July to the amazing Louisa. Wish her a happy 40th birthday and tell her I love her. She and our family mean the world to me and I would definitely be in the void without her. Kindest regards and warmest wishes to you all. Alex. Well, I'm sorry that we're late with this. I hope um, you understand why is the first thing. And when you said you've been really wrecking your brains trying to find an adequate way of celebrating, I think this is exactly that. <laughs> I think adequate is the word. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Louisa, for being with us all these years. Yes. Really appreciate it. Great to know that some people don't want to name names, Shreya. <laughs> uh, you know, can't stay the course. But Louisa, I mean... That is long service. Isn't it? Um, 
Yes, thank you. I hope you had a marvellous birthday. And um, I hope Alex and everyone made a big fuss of you. And uh, Emily and Shreya, I hope this this parting, this remember it's only an au revoir. Yes. Or is it an abiento? Abiento, not, yes, yeah, an abiento. Yeah, see you soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're going to be on that phone every week. What's the lyrics to Spice Girls want to be here? Friendship never ends. Friendship never ends. Friendship never ends. Yeah. If you want to be my love. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, bit, sorry. Not that bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah friendship never ends. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Glad we went through that. Okay. Um, if you'd like a podcast, email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.